Hey, what's going on, Versus Community? This your boy, Cell, along with my co-host. Hey, people, it's Vern Lee. Welcome to the Team Apex for the Win podcast. So we're back at it, looking at what uh, Upper Deck and Super Awesome Games is bringing us for the Black Order preview number three. So to get right into it, let's pick up where we left off with uh, Thanos level three. Super Villains 5-7 with four health. He has keyword and the level up condition. Games and prizes. With Thanos KOs and enemy character, draw cards equal to its health. My quest begins, level up six. When a card enters your hand from your deck, Thanos gains an XP. So it's looking like you really want to get Thanos to, to this uh to this level up as fast as possible. Because at least at this part, his stats are kind of decent. But being able to draw cards is saying, hey, we want to get you to the, the gyms and all this type of stuff. So at his level up, you know, when card enters your hand, obviously, that works in harmony with uh, games and prizes. So I, I could see his level up going. Um, I could see this level up happening real quick on uh, level three. But it'll be worth it because he needs games and prizes. I wonder if you want to stall this level up out, if you could, just to be able to draw as you uh, KO people. I think that it that, that it might be the case because uh, you know the, the first level is basically smashy smashy. Right. And then level two is basically protect for a turn. Mm-hmm. Level three is draw. Uh, I, I guess it really depends on what you're doing at the time, who you're playing against, uh, what they're trying to do. But I would think that you're trying to get to level three as fast as possible. And, right, and depending right. on the situation of what you have in your hand and how you're playing the card, playing the character, you might be going for uh, a quick level to four. Mm-hmm. But you might not be. This is funny because when I look back to recap on his level two, Schemes and Dreams says you can't draw cards during your draw phase. At the start of your turn, you may search your deck for a card and put it into your hand. That's going to be a piece of cake to use because Plotter and Schemer is level up is a one, one XP. When Thanos uses Schemes and Dreams, he gains an XP. So to go back to his level one, when Thanos attacks, you may convert up to three of his defense to attack this combat. Okay, so you go first. You put three defense into his two attack. He now is a 5-1. He gets stunned, resurrected by death herself, kicks in, and he'll be level two. Well, as a level two character, Schemes and Dreams will kick in because it'll say you can't draw cards during your draw phase. You have the defense to keep them face up, then you use uh, Plotter and Schemers as level up, and it says when you use Schemes and Dreams, he gains an XP. You only need one XP. Then you go to level three. Thanos, Kales, and enemy character draw cards equal to its, its health. It looks like if you go first, you're going to be able to be at level three on turn three. Like every single turn, you should be leveling up. Well, no, because the first the first level up is two XP. You have to do that too. You got to get, okay, nope. it's, it's, one XP. it's one XP, right? but you got to get KO'd. You got two health, so you got to get KO'd before that happens. Okay. So okay. if he would be KO'd. 
So okay. in actuality, I would go. I would go second. Draw my two cards. Hopefully, I get they can get me stunned on turn one on my uh, before I even take my first turn. Okay. Then, now you you bring up an interesting question. Then, are you going to put something in your deck that's going to allow you to lose XP, uh, not lose XP to lose defense on your first or second turn? Because what if if they don't attack you, you might have an issue. Well, if I if they don't attack me. Because here's the thing. Okay, so you got to get stunned to get XP on your level one, right? Right. So when you get stunned and get KO'd. Well, you don't have to get stunned. It says you if he would be KO'd. So right, however that would happen. Get, if right. you would be KO'd. Right. And I mean, we, the only way to KO, KO an MC is, I mean, how you can KO'd other than get through your wounds. That's right. talking some, some specialty type stuff, which is rare. Especially right, that right. early. That early, right? So, you you know, it's you gotta you gotta get you gotta get KO'd, and when it when you get KO'd, it doesn't say you you recover, does it? It just says you gain your wounds back. You right. It says them. if you would be KO'd, instead heal all wounds from him, and he gains an XP. So you'll be face down, but you will come back level two. So you'll be face down, which means that whenever your next turn is. You're not getting that XP because you're gonna you're gonna you'll be face to, down. I got you'll you. be face down at the start of your turn. So now the problem, right? For schemes and dreams, is I gotta stay face up, right? On your right. point, do one of your opponent's attacks. So that right. means that do you schemes and dreams? You or they have a way of dazing you, or they can just power through whatever you have in front of you. Then you won't, you know, you won't get that XP. So. Well, that's going to be hard to do because you, I mean, he's 3 6 on level two. So you're right. I, now that you said it, you should be going second because if they swing at you and you get wounded, that's to your benefit. Because right. then on your turn, when you go, when you go, it'll be your first turn and you can swing and then lose your defense down to one and go ahead and level up. Right. Because, uh, you know, Thanos is he he's searching for something. If you plan to get some somebody that's playing aggro, they're gonna play their game. They're not gonna sit there and let you search and find what you need. Right. <laughs> you know, so right. they're gonna try to they're gonna go ahead and smash into you. And right. then their plan is gonna be like, Well, I'm just gonna keep them from schemes <coughs> and dreams. They're gonna keep trying to smash you. Right. Right. You gotta prevent that. So Well it's a nice little game between games. Well, if it's an aggro player, they're going to have to play a little bit differently because Thanos on level two has to use schemes and dreams to gain the XP. Okay, fine. If you don't attack him, he'll stay face up. If you do attack him, chances are you'll have some way of being able to stop that attack that early in the game. Because the your six defense, I mean, one fine cover should bounce an attack. One shock should bounce an attack. That six defense is going to hold people off. You know what I mean? Either average, way. Right. The average card, aggro character, deck, card isn't going to be able to stop him. Either way, if you're playing an aggro deck, he is just, he, what you going to delay him a turn? Because he's just going to smash into you and take his defense away. No, I'm talking about on level two. No, that's what I mean. So regardless, I mean, what, what can you do? <laughs> no, level one takes away the defense is what I'm saying. Level one takes away the defense. 
once we figure it out, okay, Thanos needs to go to, uh, on turn. He needs to go second. He needs to be on the on the draw, not on the play. Okay, right. So once he's once he's leveled up, then that means he has to stay face up. Okay, well between shock and fine cover, he should be able to stay face up because he has six defense. That early in the game, the only people that's going to be coming for him is either team attack or primeval. That's about it. You know, yeah, you can get Chuck, you can get Iron Fist, but uh, quite frankly, I haven't seen seen them getting played as often because they're not as consistent. Primeval is just, hey, I'm gonna play him, I'm gonna swing, and that's that's gonna get the job done. Plus, Thanos is gonna be playing other characters that's probably gonna be shrinking and doing whatnot in the front row, right? You know, because when he recovers, he's gonna go to the back row and start getting people to block for him. So you're not gonna have enough people in order for him to not use schemes and dreams. I, I don't see that happening with somebody. I can see people slowing you down by not attacking on uh, his level one, but on his level two, you need to get him face down. But he'll have a field at that point. He should have a field at that point. Uh, once he uses schemes, schemes and dreams, he'll go to level three. And now games and prizes works in harmony with his level up again. My quest begins because when he KOs an enemy character, draw cards equal to its health. That makes up for schemes and dreams telling you you can't draw cards. So now his level his level of condition condition says when a card enters your hand from your deck, Thanos gains an XP. My thought on his level three is I want to be face down. I want to be face down because I want to draw as many cards as possible when I KO somebody. And still be face down and draw cards and not get XP. The reason why I'm saying that is over time I'm going to draw I'm going to draw more cards than I would otherwise. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I hear what you're saying. I I don't know how that's going to be possible because he needs to proposition, but I understand. Right, right. I'm just saying if I'm looking for something, I need to be able to draw more cards, and I want to be able to utilize Thanos as best as possible with games and prizes because I don't want to have to constantly rely on the black order, you know, um, that keyword black order. When I bring people in, in order to look at six cards, I would rather draw those cards, you know? So it's a, it's a tough proposition because they balanced it out by saying if Thanos KOs an enemy character, draw cards equal to its health. Okay, fine. That means you can't abuse games and prizes as much. Because if you are KOing somebody with Thanos, chances are you attacking with them. So if you attack with them, you can't hide him because he's not ready. What's the other option? I, I personally don't see one. You'd have to use X Factor and then use He Couldn't See Me in order to flip him face down. That's going to get expensive. But I, I do see how they're, they're balancing things out. Before we talk about the gems, I'll tell you what. Let's go ahead and skip to level four Thanos. Level four Thanos, you know what? We can't. Because we haven't even talked about the elephant in the room is Infinity Gauntlet. So before we even talk about that, let's go ahead and talk about all these gems. So they gave us all six of the gems. I didn't think they were going to be able to do it. I didn't think they were going to be able to have it balanced. But here we are. You're here. (laughs) Doing some ridiculous mess. So a recap. The soul gem um, is one of a kind and Infinity. Now, the blog post says 
this about infinity. The infinity gem is a ref- is a referent, which means hold on. And if a card with infinity gets put into a kale pile from anywhere, you may shuffle it into its owner's deck. So every time we see infinity, that means that if a card with infinity goes to the KO pile from the hand, from the, the resource row, from in play, it, it goes back into the owner's deck. All the infinity gems, all six of them, have infinity on them. So now let's look at each gem. So let's recap about the soul gem. Uh, owned by the in-betweener. You may play this for free onto the, the in-betweener. We talked about him before, very core of what life is, build phase, earth, choose one, name a supporting character, and it can't appear this game. Or search your deck for a supporting character, reveal it, and put it into your hand. We also talked about how good that effect is, but Soul Gem, six cost, does not have a team affiliation. It has the Marvel stamp, which means you have to have a Marvel character out. But it is not team stamped, which means anybody can play it as long as you got the six resources to get it done. So next up, what'd you say? Or the in-betweener. Right, it can go for free on the in-betweener. That sounds like that's going to be a ridiculous support character. It does not sound like it's going to be a main character because this arc is now over. Because, well, that sounds like something for the next arc. I not be the case considering what... Oh, we haven't seen what all the... <laughs> right, but... right, right. So you think an in-betweener is coming out with this set, or you think it's coming out in the next arc? Okay, well, based on what we saw in the, in the upcoming releases and the titles of them, right? Uh, I think all six of the all six owners of these gems with the uh, will probably be coming out within within those arcs. Yeah, yeah. So at some point, they'll uh, they'll definitely be making an appearance. I think it's going to be interesting to see how they how they do it. Are they going to be main characters and or support characters? Um, it, it's going to be uh, to, to, to get something this powerful on somebody with Wakanda around is going to seem slightly unfair because I, <laughs> I, I get that. I get that it's a one of a kind, but if Wakanda can go get a one of a kind and then Rocket or Black Panther can go get it out the KO pile or no, what kind of just can can keep getting it out of your deck because exactly. So I'm like, okay, you only got one of these serious business, right? You only got one of these, but this seems kind of ridiculous. Like you can you can keep going to go get it, you know. So, um, and that's for every single one of these gems. So, like I said, we already talked about the soul gem. So let's get to the new stuff. So first up, the second gem. First up, the second gem we have is the power gem which of course is one of kind and infinity owned by the champion. You can play this for free onto the champion Uh, main phase ability with it. I need fear. Nothing main phase green. Choose one characters on your side. Get plus 10 attack this turn or enemy characters get minus 10 attack this turn. Hmm. I, I can see that. I can see that being a problem. Stop playing with this mess here. <laughs> so like you, like you said last podcast, a swarm deck, a swarm deck now for one green, it, it, you could, anything with Legion 
You could just give everybody 10 attack with just one green. I get that this costs six, but we got plenty of ramp in this game now. You know what I mean? So getting to turn six and playing this and then having people, I mean, look at um, um, some of your one and two cost cards are, are cheap. So having people out that are going to get 10 attack is not going to be a problem. So if you Mantis. you get a couple of couple of mantises in and get to turn six, or even if you just play some weaker people and get to turn seven and play this plus a one drop and keep primeval out, keep Chuck out, keep call out, you know, that's a problem. That's a big problem. Or you can just play a, a deck that that freezes people till turn six. Play that, and you'll still have you a field out swinging in. Yeah, it's crazy. Mm. <laughs> it really is crazy, man. That's like I said. That's ridiculous. Because I can these see, gems are no joke. I can see um, Fitzsimmons decreasing the cost. You know, plus being able to ramp Mantis, teleport Nick Fury, even getting um, Mirage out there, getting her out there, and keeping her out there could give you a little bit of ramp. So, like I said, this is this is definitely going to be interesting to see how this is going to go. Imagine that these gems going to a kingpin deck. Once he takes over the world, he can throw all of these out there and not even care about it. Yeah, but that he wouldn't even have to worry about doing that because technically what you would be... See, I don't know. I don't know if you want to play this in kingpin deck because once we get to Infinity Gauntlet, we can talk about it later. But yeah, this plus 10 attack to your... To characters on your side, to any character, and it didn't say they get 10 attack. It says it's plus 10 attack. So you can have somebody like Primeval who's going to swing and have 6 attack on the swing, swing for 16. And Primeval now can take out Gilgamesh. So I, I, I see Net Launcher stock shooting back up to some degree just to be able to get rid of these things. And you can't even permanently get rid of them. Because now it's just going back in the deck, you know. I mean, you ha- what if you got a character like Valkyrie? You got a character like Valkyrie that's getting rid of all the all of your characters out of your deck. All that's left is locations, equipment, and plot twist. Yep. So you can sit back and get rid of Valkyrie's deck. And if I read Infinity right, are are these coming? If they're because it says if they're removed from play, it says if. A card with infinity gets put into a KO pile from anywhere. You may shuffle it into its owner's deck. If somebody has an effect that can remove it from the game, then it will get removed. Right, right. But if you have a thing where um, cards are getting discarded from the hand, it's going to go back into the deck. You know, and if it if you use net launcher to take it off of somebody, it goes back into the deck. So you could have a situation theoretically, not that you would do this where you could have a ton of characters in the Valkyrie deck, use her ability, ditch all the characters, and you know all six of the gems plus whatever else you need, that's what's what's left. And every time you can you can just keep equipping that every time you need to because whenever it gets would go to the KO pile, it's gonna just go back to the deck anyway. Right. You know, so it it's gonna be really hard to lose these gems. So like I said Wakanda is going to be able to go and get you what you need anyway. 
I think they have some type of balance because it costs six, which is still high. From what we've seen, you can't uh, use a discard type of effect where you're going to be able to ditch them and draw it, and and they they prevented a loop because I thought that they were going to have uh, we we're going to have some type of game breaking loop, but we we just on power gym right now. We're not even getting into the rest of them, so let's go into the rest of them. So the next gym is the time gym. Uh, one of kind of infinity, of course, owned by the gardener. You may play this for free onto the gardener. So we see a, a pattern developing here. So we got the in-betweener, we got the champion, and now we got the gardener. Uh, infinity is clay waiting for me to mold it. Build phase blue. Choose one. Search a deck for location and put it into your resource row face up or put an enemy resource on top of its owner's deck. <laughs> Hello, group. Nice to meet you. I'm the time, Jim. We're going to be best friends. This isn't team stamped. This isn't team stamped. Group uses blue. This is obviously going in a group deck. Obviously. Obviously going in a group deck. This is more ramp now. Search a deck for your location and put it into your resource row face up. This is more ramp. So another deck is going into which Magneto. Like from the original villain's deck. But he's going to be doing the other effect. He's going to be blowing up your locations while he's going and in, in increasing his. Let me let me blow up your let me blow up your uh your resource row with this green. Then let me put another one of your resources back on top of your deck. Oh it's two and one there. Man. That's just it's just not right, man. I hadn't even thought oh we I hadn't even thought of that. All right, man. That's messed up. <laughs> yeah, I even thought of that. That that is that's messed up, man. That is so jacked up. Because this isn't team stamped. You don't you don't need. That's the thing that makes these gems ridiculous. You don't need a certain you know a certain character in play. You don't need a certain look. Okay, if you pull it, you can equip it. Yeah, you know the 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 only struggle is you got to have six resources. That's it, and a Marvel character out. That's it. The majority of the MCs out there are Marvel anyway. The majority of cards are Marvel, so it's not like that's a big deal, you know. So and then so many people be using blue and greens anyway. So I can definitely see. Obviously, the Power Gym and the Time Gym are going to get some play. That's that's a no brainer just between those two. Just because blue and green see play. But this right here, that effect, that's messed up. Yeah. That's messed up. Yeah, this game's about to get a lot more chaotic, man. <laughs> and this effect, th that's that's the worst time because you're at a turn, you're about to reach a turn where the game can change. Yep. You know, um, you got certain decks that don't want to see the late game. So now if I can stall delay your your uh, growth by removing your resources, I can still get to play my late game. There's been plenty of times we've had situations where we've been playing and I'll be winning and you can just get to Jungle Hunter or you can get to Duel Mall and flip the game. There's nowhere to hide. There's nothing for me to do. You know, so like I said, um, being able to keep somebody from – Getting there, getting to those late game characters is definitely going to be crucial. 
especially if you run it into people who have um, Dark Phoenix in the deck. Like we always say, man, anytime you can stop somebody from doing what they want to do when they want to do it, that's a good thing. So that's what this card does. It's, it's either accelerating what you want to do or it's stopping them from doing what they want to do at their point in time. So if you got a key card you're looking for and I know about it, mm-hmm. even if I don't know about it, mm-hmm. say, well, you're just not going to play it. <laughs> you know, I can just keep you from playing it. Right. And that's just a powerful thing. Right. I agree. I definitely agree. Because like I said, I mean, it's because what we're going through, we're going through the same thing we went through with the cubes, but in a different way. Because all of these yeah. are cost six, whereas the cubes were two through six, or two, two, three, four, five. But um, all of these, all the, all the infinity gems cost six. Right. But you've drawn so many cards by then, you're going to draw into one of these by that point. That's most that's, likely. That's going to be a no-brainer. You you know what I'm saying? So most likely by turn six or seven, you'll have drawn into two of them. Minimum. Like I said, this is this the, the these gems, man. Like I like the first two, soul gem and power gem, but this one, this is definitely going to be dangerous because they're creating a situation you can't fix. Let's say, for example, with soul gem, soul gem is saying. Um, a character can't appear, or you can search for a character and put it into your hand. It's not giving you a free recruit, which will be more powerful, but ability to search for something you need at a pivotal time is crucial. But if I have a discard deck, I don't care. If I have a way to ditch that card, I could play Zemo. Just flip this yellow and get rid of the cards you just went and got. I know what you have because you revealed it. So you know what I mean? I like Soul Gem, but it's not as breaking as as groundbreaking. Well, it's Soul Gem, the ability to say somebody can never play a certain character. That is powerful. So that might be more useful for, uh, you know, like late game. Depending on what deck you are, You're like, right. you know what? Yeah, I know you got Dark Phoenix in that deck. You can't play Dark Phoenix, right? You know that that's a problem. But even then, it doesn't mean that someone can't win the game. No, it doesn't. You know, same thing with Power Gym. Power Gym says characters on your side get plus 10. That that obviously can work for Xenos. That can work for Leviathans. That can work for... Um, dude, Leviathans. If you have a way to get oh, this into play, oh. if you got enough characters out, because it says for the turn, if you got enough characters out, you can level up um, Leviathan Mother like instantly. Wow. It wouldn't be in a mono deck because obviously they got creature. But if you could play this and give them 10, you, you'd be able to level her up instantly. Because the whole balance of it is she needs 30 XP, but you got 7 health to get to that 30 XP. The early game people don't exist. So in the deck that I played, I was playing characters in the early game to get her bigger or to block for her and all that type of stuff, and then play the Leviathans in the late game. But if you can get this equipped on someone early enough, you know, uh, like Fitzsimmons, right? Fitzsimmons get on like turn four, right? Get this equipped early enough, flip that green. 
Leviathan Mother can can level up quick because this is for the turn. It's not even dependent on attack. And like we said earlier, it's giving you plus 10. So let's say you play in one of those characters like the the dude that's cost three with range or some junk like that. Okay, I think he has four attack. But if you give him plus 10, he'll have 14 attack. That's almost half of what she needs just on one turn. It seems like it's a lot, but because she's 8-8 with 7 health, getting her leveled up in the early game, mid-game, is going to be ridiculous. And that secondary ability to give her 8-8 while she's attacking, or during an attack, not while she's attacking, but during an attack, is is ridiculous too. So, man, this, this power gem on second thought, it's it's not it's not game breaking, but it it definitely has some utilities to it. But going back to time, it's, Jim, it's 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 time breaking, right? Right. It's, it's not game breaking. But time, Jim, will is game breaking because your ability to not be able to, uh, your ability to get rid of somebody's uh, resource, is just messed up. Because you can stall somebody at a certain turn while you're still moving forward. Exactly. You know, that that is that is a ridiculous ability. So the next gem, the uh the fourth gem we got is the space gem. So space gem, of course, is one of a kind and infinity, owned by the runner. You could play this for free onto the runner. And now the superpower is I can be everywhere or nowhere. Main phase space ability, which is uh interesting because um, Soul Gym and Time Gym are build abilities, but Power Gym is a main, and now Space is a main. Main phase Space, choose one, move a character to a different row on its side, or remove a character from the game, and at the start of its owner's next turn, put it onto their side. I'm iffy on this one. It's very situational. You know, I, I do see the benefits of moving a character um, to a different row because you want access to people that's hiding, but we also have stealth for that. You know. Now remove a character from the game, and at the start of its owner's turn, next turn, put it on their side. That's a completely different story because that starts kicking in appear effects. That that could easily start getting annoying real quick, especially if somebody's swinging with Jungle Hunter not getting stunned then removing that dude from the game, and then bringing him in, he gets another location, probably space, swings, doesn't get stunned, and then remove him from the game again. That's the first thing I thought of when I read this. If I could keep removing Jungle Hunter from the game, every time he comes back, he goes and gets me a space. You know what I mean? There are are, uh, a few characters where Repeated usage of this would really mess the game up. <laughs> like for, like I, the first person I thought of was Jungle Hunter too. Right. And you got, you got the Comet Fall guys. You get uh, Dark Phoenix. You know, if you was to use that on Dark Phoenix and you get her effect off twice, uh, that would hurt. Uh, so I mean, really, the first ability, although that could be uh, useful in certain situations, I mean. We we both play Quake, so we can see situations that way. Right. Or even if you're using it on yourself to be able to just hide somebody. But, but I mean, that second ability is 
to be able to really abuse a pure effects. That's just that's just powerful. Mm-hmm. Especially, like I said, if you already have what you need in order for Jungle Hunter to be really, really good, you're going to need the Valverdian Jungle and Predator Ship. If you already have that in the play and you've somehow managed to fit space in the deck as well, when you play Jungle Hunter, you're going to play a space. And, and Predators use space. So you can go, yep. you can go and get a space or get a wild, so you're you're going to be able to, you'll have eight cards in your deck, whereas the average character, the average character is only going to have four cards in their deck that can use space. They'll have eight. So you play Space Gem, and you use it on Jungle Hunter, he's always going to be able to go get you a space, and that's going to get you another resource. Like he's going to swing it to somebody in the back row, not get stunned, come back into play, and be ready. Because at the start of the game, he's coming back onto your side. He's going to get you another little kick. Like the, I, I see a problem with that, especially if something, if something happens where you're able to, you're really going to be able to abuse it if it's early enough. If you've gotten gotten to ramp or slowed them down somehow, and it's your on turn six, you played the space gym. And then on turn seven, you play Jungle Hunter and use it for the first time. Well, let me ask you this. If you pick CN like a Jungle Hunter or you dramatic interest a Jungle Hunter, can you then use that gem to bring him out the game? Yep. And then get him back permanently? Yep. Because they'll be removed Man. from the game. Because what you're basically Man. doing is saying, hey, I'm, instead of a Pixie Scene combo, I'm going to use a Pixie Space Gem combo. It's the same thing. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> so it, it's going to be some interesting interactions with Space Gem. Because, like I said, some of these some of these characters with appear effects, you don't want them coming back into the game. Because it, them coming back into the game repeatedly is just going to make them too powerful. You know? And it's like, yeah, you, you got to you got to have space and, and blues and greens and all this type of stuff in the deck in order for that to work in this late game. But it might not be late game because your your deck may just be focused on uh, ramping into Jungle Hunter. You know? Yeah, it doesn't have to be late game at all. Right. There are multiple characters that can that can use this to their advantage early. I, th- I think it's good. Well, logically, Space Gym would be using space. That makes sense. Just like Power Gym is green, I think it's good that this ability is for uh, underused uh, location like space. There aren't a lot of characters who use space. There's more now because the Guardians set is about to come out. Cosmic Guardians, uh, no wait, uh, Galactic Guardians about to come out. The Guardians don't even use space, <laughs> right? But the new set has um, has people that use space, right? You know, so. It's going to be so you're going to have to take away from what they're trying to do to use it. Right, right. So you're going to it's it's bringing out a whole different build and it's going to be worth it because just like we said, just off the top of our heads, this this ability is going to be worth it to use. This isn't some side ability. Just being able to remove a character, even if you remove your MC, because keep in mind, it says remove a character. It doesn't right. say remove a supporting character. It just says remove a character. Okay. So if you've been able to hide and you've been able to stall 
Um, you could use He Couldn't See Me. You could use um, Space Gem. You know, we got different characters that hide in different ways. You might not even have lost any ex, uh, any wounds. You might not have received any wounds by this point. So that, that means you could have stalled efficient, efficiently stalled out in order to um, win on time, you know, yeah. with, with some of this stuff. So, no, I, I definitely like Space Gem. I, I can see that coming in handy with some of these appear effects. And keep in mind, we got some of these keywords that say when a character appears, use a green, use a red, yada, yada, when this character appears. So now if you're using Space Gem to get rid of that character, to bring them back into play to trigger this ability again, <laughs> you know what I mean? This is Man. this is beyond this is beyond just using stick and bringing in a couple of counters. Some of those abilities are just ridiculous, you know. Oh, when you appear, I'm gonna flip this location so I can do whatever this move is. Yeah, I only got to use that move one time, and it's an appear effect. And I'm using. So that's it. what Kamori is—the anti-stick. Yeah. Except with more coverage. Yeah. Yeah. So. Like I said, this is this is this is changing the game. It's changing the way we view how we uh, build decks. So let's look at the next gem. We got Reality Gem, one of a kind, Infinity, owned by the Collector. You may play this for free onto the Collector. Interesting. We actually have the Collector though. So Soul Gem is in between her. We got Power Gem has Champion, Time Gem has Gardener, Space Gem has Runner. We've seen none of those characters. But Collector, we have seen. So being able to play this for free on Collector actually does mean something right now. So the superpower is I dream and it will be. Main phase red, choose one, turn up to one card on each side, face up, or turn up to one card on each side, face down. Hmm. That's, that's, That's a tough one because... If I'm playing a location to use a different location, is that what this is saying? And it says turn up to one card on each side face up. So I'm like, okay. The reason I like this card is because it's saying what you want it to say. So depending on the type of deck you're playing, Mm -hmm. I mean... Might want to turn your location up. You might not care what their locations do, or you might want to turn up uh, their MC so you can swing at it again. Oh yeah, 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 so, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, turn turn a card multiple. on each side face up. Okay, it's one yeah, card so. on each side. I'm so automatically turn- thinking it's it's just a location. I'm I'm thinking too small. So yeah, being able to turn, or you can be like, "Hey, I'm gonna turn up a, I'm gonna turn up a location. I'm gonna turn up your MC." Yep. Pick and choose what you turning up. Mm-hmm. Turn up, turn up, turn up in the club. <laughs> yeah, this. That now, now we got some utility going with this card, and being able to play it for free means you can play this card on turn five because that's when the collector comes out. So, yeah. so they actually got some some usage 
out of uh, the collector on this one. And Red is, is definitely popular enough that sticking Reality Gem and, and Collector and Red in the deck is not going to be a problem. Because even in the standard build, you got four Collectors, you know, four to eight Reds, depending on the MC. Or um, even if you're going to put uh, Nowheres in the deck so that Collector can obviously be using it for free. So you got, let's say you got eight Reds, counting the Wilds four collectors and one reality gem. Yeah, that's 13 cards, but you may be winning the game on turn five because of it. I do it. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I, I don't see no problems with that. You know, I have to look at all the guardian MCs to see where he goes. Yep. <laughs> see where he fits best. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Cause that's a problem. And then, like I said, if you want to, um, um, let's go back to the, the article, because one of the things that the uh, the article was saying about the reality gem, you can use this gem to turn cards in play face up. If you choose a stunned character, this counts as recovering it. If you choose a hidden character, it counts as unhiding it. If you choose a face down location, it will simply turn face up. If you choose any other type of face down resource, it will remain face down. So that's that's interesting too because if you ah. you can't just turn anything face up if it's a resource and it's not a location it remains face down. So that means you can screw your opponent over completely then. Yeah. If you if you for if you're in a situation where you can't stun their MC twice but you want to turn one of your resources up, you can turn your resource up and then just choose one of their resources that you know isn't a uh, isn't a location. Isn't a location, mm-hmm. and they still get nothing out of it. Right. So. Right. So, um, it's all plus sides for the most part. I could definitely see this being just a plus side. It also says you can use the gem to turn cards in play face down. If you use this to a ready character, it counts as hiding it. If you do it to an exhausted character, it counts as dazing it. If you do it to an equipment, that equipment will stay equipped, which is interesting because it's considered dazing it, but they still keep the equipment. So that's interesting. The equipment will stay equipped, but its powers are temporarily turned off. Wow. It will turn. Say it again. A couple of these gems, Warren Officer Ridley is really going to like. That equipment will stay equipped, but its powers are temporarily turned off. It will turn face up again. When the characters on that side would recover, if you do it to a location or other face-up cards in the resource row, it will simply turn face down. Okay, so it's got this reality gem has some unique characteristics that we got to make sure we pay attention to, because like it says, if it counts as unhiding it, if it counts as dazing it, then is that going to trigger some other effect? Possibly. Right. We really got to make sure. You know, you watch how things get played because reality, Jim, you know, oh, this character gets stunned um, and your MC gets XP. Okay, well, that means with the reality, Jim, if I turn a character face down, you know, because we got MCs that, that need XP to level up by folks getting stunned. Well, dazing it is counting as stunning it. So, um, so what about the Gamora MC? Hmm. You saying if Gamora is level two, and she plays Reality Gem, and she turns somebody face down, if she plays just like with uh, 
if she played both the greens, this is a cheaper version of the net launcher deal right. that people are trying to do. Yep. Hmm. That's going to be a problem too then. Because from the sounds of it, it's it's dazing. They're still stunning. Just like with net launcher. So I, I see this. You don't have to you don't have to go through the trouble of, of putting predators in your deck anymore. You just need this. And Wakanda. Mm. That's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It is a problem. Hmm. And, and here's now let's go, let's take it one step further. I'm playing Gamora. I'm level two. I play collector, right? Let's say I had grid and play already. Okay. I play collector. I play reality gym for free. I switch this over to Gamora. In theory, Gamora could end the game on turn five. If I got my if I got my deck situated where let's say I hide grid or he doesn't get attacked, when I play the collector and I play reality gym for free and I move this over, yeah, that sounds like a lot of locations, but if I can end the game, I, I'm going to end it. That's it. And there's nothing anyone can do That's, about right, it. Right, unless you got stand together. Well, yeah, good old stand together. You know, so, but um, they got to be playing a mono deck for that. This, this actually, this actually could be a game killer because if that we're going to have to watch these gems because they are not team affiliated the same way the cubes were and the cubes had effects that sometimes we didn't care about. The more of these gems we go through, the more of them we care what they do. I definitely don't want to see this because <laughs> dude, it simply, I mean, just simple stuff. I could take your counters off. You know what I mean? Okay, I can take your counters off. You you got people who say uh, during this turn or during somebody else's turn, like Miss uh, Captain Marvel, during your opponent's turn, that's how she gains XP when she level two. Okay, well if I play Reality Gym and I flip her face down, she won't gain any XP on my turn. She may not gain XP ever again. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Until I can find the opportune time to be able to put wounds on her. Been busy with work, but now being able to look at these cards and really being able to see what they do, taking some time out. This is these these gems are ridiculous, man. It's it's just gonna be ridiculous. What'd you say? Just talking about it. I mean, just talking about it, it opens up, you know, different thought processes. I just thought about that. <laughs> you know, it's it, these gems are crazy. Yeah. Yeah, this is, yeah, this this is, man, it, I, I got to give it to him for the design of it because I still understand the balance. There's still a balance. It's not like you could play these gems on turn one and, and be wrecking the game. This is not Yu-Gi-Oh. This ain't OG versus with the burn decks. I'm going to kill you on turn two. And some Dr. Light, <laughs> you know, that Dr. Light shenanigans and evil medical school and infinite doom combos and whatnot. Like, no, I can see the balance in this. I can see, I can definitely see the balance in this, you know? So. You rile everybody up now. Right. 
So now our last gem is the mind gem, one of a kind infinity owned by Grandmaster, who we have mm. already. So reality gem <clears throat> is collector, and mind gem is Grandmaster, and can be played for free on the Grandmaster, who's a three drop. So his superpower is no thought shall remain a secret. Build phase yellow, choose one, draw three cards, or each enemy player discards three random cards. Well, and that's uh, straight up nonsense. <laughs> there's they go mortal. That's what mortal was looking for. That's exactly what mortal was looking for, dude. Mortal plays yellows and he plays blues. Four grandmasters in a standard deck. You're gonna play Wakanda. You're going to use Wakanda in the yellow to go get the mind gem to equip it to Grandmaster for free to draw you cards. Flip side of that, you're going to do the same thing with Doctor Strange. Same thing. You're going you're gonna to be able to use Wakanda because he played yellow and blues too. Use Wakanda to draw three cards. And, or with uh, Mordo, you'll have your play, uh, uh, the enemy player discard cards and give you an XP. Either way, it's going to benefit you. Mind, mind gem is definitely going to Doctor Strange and Mordo deck. Definitely. And, and discarding three cards, that might be somebody's whole hand. You could do this. Uh, you could do this on turn three. Not right, man. And if you got them discarding cards, that decreases the opportunity for them to be able to get rid of the mind gem. You know what I'm saying? So if they can't I know exactly what you're saying. I'm already mad at this card and I haven't even seen it. <laughs> dude, discard, discard is a thing. If you can if you can just keep cards out of people's hands, I mean talk to talk to Seth round one at midwinter. You go back and watch that video of, of Falconer versus Mr. Black. I had that discarded what? Eight cards out of Seth's hand throughout that game. So being able to just flip a yellow. So I need Grandmaster. I'm equipped to free on Grandmaster. I'm play Vault because Vault has yellow. This is not expensive. Because I really thought. When I first glanced at the gems and I saw people like Inbetweener and Champion and stuff like that, I'm like, okay, these are going to be some seven, you know, seven drop, eight drop, nine drop people. But now that I'm looking at the reality gem, what you're telling me is, and in the mind gem, what you're telling me is we may be able to equip this stuff for free on characters of varying cost. If that's the case, some of these gems early game might break the game. And Wakanda being able to go get this stuff, you know, search your deck for it. Yeah, reality gem is going to be a problem. A lot of these gems is just going to be straight up problems. (laughs) Draw three cards. I'll flip this yellow. I'm going to draw three cards. That's a lot of cards, man. That's a turn and a half. That is a lot of cards. You use this twice. You've drawn for three turns. And and that's what we were saying before with Thanos. Like how fast or how slow do you want to level up Thanos? Because if you got, and keep in mind him and Grandmaster on the same team. So we go back to Thanos to his, uh, his level three with Thanos KOs an enemy character, draw cards equal to his health. And when a card enters your hand from your deck, Thanos gains an XP. If you have Grandmaster and you've just been keeping him on the field, you're going to just suicide him and put him face down until you get the reality gem. 
or the mind gym rather, to get the mind gym and play the mind gym for free, flip the yellow, draw three cards. That right there, those three cards is half of what Thanos even needs. You might not even have to sweat if somebody stalled you out. You might not even have to sweat somebody trying to keep you from getting XP because they may be bouncing attacks and they're keeping Thanos from drawing extra cards. You know, and if they stun you, then that means you won't be face up when you draw cards. You won't care now because if you can get Wakanda, Grandmaster, and the Mind Gym going, it won't make a difference to you. Thanos is going to level up to his level four anyway. And, and even before we even get to the level four, we still, still dread it, run from it. Destiny still arrives. Still got to talk about the Infinity Gauntlet. When I read this, <laughs> when I read this, I literally, like, I'm on the train going to work. I read this, and my face looked like a meme, dude, when I read what the Infinity Gauntlet does. <laughs> I wish somebody had took a picture of me. Yeah, I, I'm like, maybe I'm not reading this right. Am I reading this right? So we got the Infinity Gauntlet, which is team-stamped supervillains. That's important to recognize. It's team-stamped supervillains. Infinity Gauntlet, just like all the gems, costs six. One of a kind, Infinity, which means if you lose the gauntlet, it still goes back in your deck, just like all the gems do. The unbridled power of a god. Once on each of your turns, but not during combat, you may set any number of face-down Infinity Gems in your resource row into the gauntlet. Turn them face up. The gauntlet has the power of each inset gem on your side. That's crazy. <laughs> that don't make no doggone sense. <laughs> and here's what the here's what the the article says, the blog post says about the gauntlet. Here's the payoff for Infinity Gem. Infinity Gem equipment can be face up in your resource row, but you can only do this with the gauntlet equipped to someone on your side. Note that the gauntlet has the power of the inset gems if you don't have all of them yet. If the gauntlet leaves play, leave the face-up gems in your resource row as they are. You don't even have to flip these things back face down. You yeah, just need to just go back here. and get the infinity gauntlet because it's going back in the deck. So, however, you can no longer use their powers. Oh, hold on. If the gauntlet leaves play, leaves the Face-up gem. Um, if the gauntlet leaves play, leave the face-up gems in your resource row as they are. However, you can no longer use their powers. If a character on your side equips the gauntlet later in the game, those gems will already be in set and the gauntlet's wielder can use their powers again. You don't even have to do all of this over and over again. Oh, you just got to get that gauntlet back. <sighs> this is crazy. That's not even the power. That's just the keyword. That's just the keyword of the unbridled power of a god. The superpower is infinite power. Main phase blue, yellow, red, green, space, earth. If six different infinity gems are inset on your side, you can do anything you want for the rest of the game. That's just mean. Game is over. Yeah. Because. 
if you've been playing it right, you've just been putting these as a resource and you've been keeping everything else in your hand. All your, your locations, you've been keeping in your hand because you've been putting the Infinity Gauntlets in the resource row. Well, you, I don't think you can put the... Uh, the gem, rather. I don't think, yeah, I don't think you can put the gems into the resource row until you have the Infinity Gauntlet. No, right? no, that's not what it's saying. It, you're putting the Infinity Gems in the resource row. When you equip the Infinity Gauntlet, then you are kicking in the keyword Unbridled Power of God, flipping them over to put them in the gauntlet. You see what I'm saying? Read, 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 it, read it again. The Unbridled Power of a God. Once on each of your turns, but not during combat, you may set any number of face-down Infinity Gems in your resource row into the gauntlet. Oh. Right. You may set any number of okay, face see. down infinity okay. gems into your in your resource row into the gauntlet. So if you've been playing a resource, a gem as a resource this whole time, by turn six, because keep in mind, you got the Black Order, you got uh, Wakanda, you got um, um, Global Info Network, you got plenty of ways to get to your gems. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. So. Oh, yeah. Um, the only thing is in this type of deck where you use an infinity gauntlet, you probably want global info network. You don't want Wakanda because Wakanda has to take up space in the resource row in order for you to play it. And you don't want that. You want to play the gym in the resource row. You may play a few Wakandas, but not many. I personally would probably play global info network just to start going through my deck. I want to cycle through the deck. I I don't want to Reset by you. If you use Wakanda, then you got to reset because you got to search and then reshuffle. If you use it because the Black Order is shuffles, Global Network is shuffles. You know, it just cycles through. So you'll already know what you have and what you don't as you go through the deck. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. This, and the, and the thing about it is, you know, you, a lot of people might think, okay, so if you play, if you play this and you start doing this on turn six, I got to go all the way to turn 11 to make it work. But here's the thing. Um, you can use, if you place the, if you use the gems at the right time, you use the right gems at the right time, it'll aid you in, in getting your work accomplished. So that's why, why I think this can, this can definitely work. You can end this game on turn 11 just because you want to. <laughs> that's, that's, that's powerful. Unless they're playing Nebula. Right, but you can have the gauntlet on anyone. Exactly. So... Nebula, why you say Nebula? Because Nebula can stop Thanos? Yeah, I was just saying it just to say it. No, because if I, if I see that they play in Nebula, I'm just going to put the gauntlet on somebody else. Not even putting the gauntlet on Thanos. And right, right. This is a situation where, like, like, so earlier when we was talking about Kingpin, Kingpin can use the gems, but he's not the best one to use the actual gauntlet because... For the gauntlet to be effective, you want the gems in the resource row. But Kingpin doesn't. He wants to level up by looking at resources in the resource row, looking at locations in the resource row. So if you play in the Infinity Gauntlet, you need to put, um, what you call it in the resource row? You need to put locations face up in the resource row. So that's not. No, no, I wasn't. I wasn't talking about using uh, the gauntlet with Kingpin. I was just talking about using a few of the gems because... Oh, all those locations, would, you'll be able to equip all right. this stuff. Right. You don't have to use the gauntlet. 
to use the gems. Right, right. No, I feel you. Yeah, this is yeah, yeah. It'll be it'll be interesting because I can see people using those gems in a kingpin deck definitely. Because once he, like you said, once he takes over the world, and you got thirty locations sitting out there, you know, thirty resources, you got plenty of ways to be able to get these, uh, get those gems equipped on somebody and and go from there. You know, so like I said, it's gonna be, uh, it's it's gonna be interesting. It's definitely gonna be interesting to see what people come up with. Because obviously, if you could flip all six of these. Uh, locations use all six of these locations then you're just going to KO the MC you're just going to end the game because you can do anything you want okay I'm in the game then I win <laughs> that's, that's all that that that's a that's a win condition I, it cost me six locations to do it okay that's fine I'm cool with that because in reality you figure if I have to have super villains I'm just going to use their wilds maybe some other colors but I don't want to pollute the deck because I'm going to be putting Infinity Gauntlets in the row. Uh, not Infinity, the, the space, uh, the gems as a whole in the row. And yeah, you're right. I, as I flip back to some of these, Black Order says you have to shuffle your deck. So since you're shuffling your deck, you may have to play Wakanda because that's going to increase the odds of you actually getting to your equipments. You know. Oh, Black Order says shuffle the deck? Yeah, I'm looking at it now. The Black Order keyword says it is. right right <laughs> what kind it is you know um put one put a one of a kind equipment from among your among the cards you reveal into your hand to shuffle the deck you know so yeah yeah you're not just cycling through counting down to the gems that shuffle the deck part balances it out you know so um yeah you might wind up using wakanda but if you do use Wakanda, now you're in a situation where um, what do you put it in the resource row? It's going to have to be one of those equipments or Wakanda. And yeah, that's fine. And we're talking about it's going to be late game. It's going to really go into the late game. You know, so um, hmm. that's, why, that's why I was saying it's like you you can you can use the gems to aid whatever it is that you need to get this done. Right, right. Because you can always go back and get... Because, see, you need all six of the gems to use infinite power. So, um, hmm. It's, it's, it's going to be tough. I can see people... I can see people getting it done, though. I can, I can, oh, yeah. I, can see I, it I think it's done. possible. Definitely possible. Yeah, you know who could do it, Madam Hydra. <laughs> Madam Hydra could do it. Anything you put in the game helps her. So, <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying. Because she can put the equipment down there. She can cycle through the cards, the whole the whole bit. You know, she can she can get it done. I think Madam Hydra would actually be one of the best characters to use Affinity Gauntlet over anybody else. Oh, definitely. Because she the, the the speed at which she can get things done, and then keep in mind, um, how does she get XP? Because one of these is going to be able to help her get XP, isn't it? Let me see. Uh, that I'm not so sure. Let me see. 
Hmm. I can see the draw three cards coming into into effect, but I thought there was a card, there was a a gem that was saying. Um, I have to re reread Madame Hydra. Yeah, it's to it's make sure because I know like effects like Mantis they don't give her XP. I don't think Nick Fury gives her XP. Right, right, right. So I think it's something. I think she has something really specific, or some really specific wording, keep you from abusing it. Right. Some the the way it's worded, it makes it seem like um, you're only able to able to gain XP once once a turn. Okay, when you play a resource face down. Madam Hydra gains an XP. So that means um, you're not able to gain a resource except from going from your hand into the resource row. You're not, so able, wait a minute. You're not able to gain the XP. So Nick Fury can give her XP. No, because Nick Fury is taken from the top of the deck and put in a resource row. Oh, it says from your hand. Right, it says from your hand. I mean, okay. it says when it, yeah. when it comes into, when it comes into uh, play. From your deck to the resource row isn't isn't coming into play. That's not coming into play. Right. Okay. Yeah. From your hand to the resource row is coming into play. Or from your hand into the field. You know, so. Um, and still. She, it still works for her, man. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Doesn't change the way you build her. Mm-hmm. She can, she can definitely get the, uh, get the job done. And then, keep in mind, it says anytime, um, you know, with Infinity... Anytime they would go to the KO pile, it just goes back into your deck anyway. So if something happens where somebody blows up a resource and you replace it or whatever, it doesn't matter for her. Because she's still going to have an advantage just playing Mantis. You know what I mean? Blowing up Madam Hydra's resources don't even really do anything because she has tricks to put so many extra resources up. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. Once you get, once you start replaying Mantis on her level two, that changes the game. It instantly changes the game. You know, so, um, like I said, it's, it's going to be interesting to see what people come up with because, and, and with all these alt-win conditions, we also want to see, is it going to be worth it? Because Infinity Gauntlet may not be worth it, depending on what's coming out. I see the gems definitely being worth it because the cost of the characters that you wind up playing, just like with uh, Grandmaster. Grandmaster costs three, but I can equip a six-cost equipment on him for free? Yeah, that's worth it. And then I get to keep this dude out if he goes face down because you can't wound him? Yeah, that's worth it. I can always get this Infinity Gym back and, and put it back on him for free. How's that a bad plan? Same thing with Collector and the, and the Reality Gym. So that means I can have a deck with reds and, and yellows. This is going to work for me. So I can see now that I think about it, now that I'm looking at these gems back to back, I can see Colson playing these two gems. Yeah. You know, because... When we were talking about Colson before, it was a, a way it was we 
you had to have agent all the time in order for him to level up. But in this situation, this will be worth it because you could get something really powerful to get these abilities off. You know, so like I said, um, that these this blue and uh, this yellow and this red ability, I definitely can see this working in working in uh, Colson's favor. But like I said, that Infinity Gauntlet, it'll be interesting to see what people come up with in order to get that gauntlet played, if if they do anything at all, you know, because if you got the Infinity Gauntlet in your deck, you still may not put. So you may put certain gems in the resource row and others you, you might equip early depending on if you got collector, if you got um uh grandmaster. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see what people will do. And then on turn six, you just play Infinity Gauntlet and you just use the abilities of the cards that's already in the resource row. You flip them over. So we'll see what happens. But our last card, our last card is level four Thanos, super villains. He's seven, eight with five health. He's got two keywords. Even God's air. Once each turn during your build phase, you may KO a supporting character you recruited this turn. If you do, gain recruit points equal to its cost. Interesting power. The second power is the universe will now be set right. At the end of your turn, if the Infinity Gauntlet is equipped to Thanos with six different Infinity Gems inset on your side, you may snap. If you do, KO it, then flip a coin for each character on each side one at a time. Remove each character who loses their flip from the game. I will literally never use that power. I see where it can come in handy. But I prefer strategy over chance. <laughs> I believe me, I understand. <laughs> but you never know. You might be on the ropes and have no choice. Yeah, but if I got the Infinity Gauntlet and I got six different Infinity Gems, now keep in mind, keep in mind, it says, if the Infinity Gauntlet is equipped to Thanos with six different Infinity Gems inset on your side, you may snap. Okay, fine. Fine. You need no locations in order to get this done. Right. So, you're using a completely different power in order to be able to handle this, this ability. Well, so what it comes down to is, okay, I, I got I got the gauntlet on Thanos. Mm-hmm. I have the gems in set, mm-hmm. but do I not have all six locations necessary to use the power that was just in the game? Right. And if that's the case, and I'm on the ropes, well, I might just have to snap, right, <laughs> and hope that it, you know, I KO your MC. Right. Right. Because this does count for your MCs. So that's one of the reasons why I'm saying, hey, I'm not using this mess at all whatsoever. You know, because I can't take the risk that I'm going to get hit by it, lose Thanos, and then 
I'm going to get uh, and not take out my enemy, my opponent. You know, so um, it says in the blog article, so the universe will now be set right, has a 50-50 chance of removing each character on each side from the game. If this removes a a player's last main character, that player loses the game. If this removes each player's last main character, including Thanos himself, then the Thanos player wins the game. Which makes sense because it's your initiative. It's your turn. So uh, the order you flip in doesn't technically matter, but there are style points to be earned here. You'll figure out the way you prefer best. And just so you know, we like to use a coin with a smiley face on one side and a very sad face on the other side. So um, this is going to be interesting. Because I can see this power being used easier than the Infinity Gauntlet, but there's way more risk. Oh, yeah. And I also see even God's Air, that's going to be an amazing ability to use. Because... Well, that, that ability... Go ahead, what are you saying? No, I'm just saying, KOing a character, a supporting character, you recruited this turn to gain resource points equal to its cost means you can use, you can play characters, get their appear effect abilities, KO those characters, and then get more resource points, get those resource points back. You know what I mean? So um, it helps you. It helps you get to gems too if you don't have all of them. If you're playing like Black Order characters, mm-hmm. you know, play a Black Order character, take a gem out, KO it, play another one, get another gem. Yeah, if if Black Order could get you to the gems, because keep in mind you're shuffling. Right, I mean, but I'm, it it gives you an extra opportunity to search. Mm-hmm. No, I get it. Yeah, because uh, you can you can loop that around and and use that as best as possible. But here's hoping, even in that situation, I don't think you'd be getting the gems because if you play if you had level four with Thanos, some of those gems need to already be in the the resource row. Oh, for sure. You know, so you might just need that one more gem. Mm-hmm. Well, I got you. Cool. Yeah. What you gotta do. So this man, this this whole this whole black order set is really gonna be interesting. It's gonna be interesting to see how people build Thanos, uh build Death, build Gamora, you know. So um I'm I'm just I'm really wanting I really wanna see how people are gonna use this to their their benefit. And all these gems coming out with um, the Black Order, that means all these gems will be available for the Singularity Tournament at Origins. And obviously for the um, uh, Gen Con, for the uh, Children of the Atom format. So it's gonna it's it's really gonna be interesting to see how people are gonna use these different characters in order to get the job done. You know, uh, some of these equipments because having a lot of equipment is one thing. Yeah, these are powerful equipment, but if you haven't really added more characters, that that may throw a balance off because you can't really get board control with just just equipment. So now having us get seven equipment. Six gems plus the gauntlet. That's a lot. That's a lot. 
And I and granted they gave us who was this the outrider? Was that the on um, the second preview? They gave us the outrider. Yeah. So that having Legion and Swarm, that definitely took the space of us having so many one of a kind equipments. You know, yeah. so um like I said, it'll be it'll be interesting to see what people people are building on this. So uh final thoughts for uh, the Black Order set and uh the preview. Uh a lot of these previews, man. Uh I like the that the designers of the game aren't aren't shying away from really expanding not only the power of the cards, but the versatility of the cards. Mm-hmm. The way these decks are going to be built now is is not going to be uh, st- a standard thing. There are going to be so many different variations of the way pretty much any MC deck is built that the game is just a lot more unpredictable. And that's what I love uh, sitting next to somebody who I know is, is has worked hard on their deck and just being able to see with the many different ideas that they came up with uh, and the strategies that they're built. That that's what makes this game fun for me. So I, I got to give kudos to the designers, man. Uh, they, they aren't they aren't making anything scared, but they're also being balanced about it. They are making sure that they give us something, us builders, something to really enjoy. Uh, you know, so I can't wait to add these cars to my toy box and you know, pull them out and do something. Oh, I agree. I agree, because. The, the, I mean, even if even if you're not making it to the tournament, I can see people having fun with this. I can definitely see people having fun with it. Yep. You know, um, just just being able to okay, we got another Thanos. Thanos goes to level four. People people said okay, Thanos was he was broken, which he was. Then he got nerfed and he was too weak, which he was. Now, what do you think about this Thanos? You know, so to see if he's going to get some play, any kind of play, you know, even with the gems, with no gems. I mean, he's still 785 health. He got, um, you know, level one that's healing wounds. You know what I mean? So um, just seeing if people going to play death, you know, how are they going to play death? They're going to be dumping a whole bunch of stuff in the KO pile. Are they going to be protecting her? You know, I mean, eight, she got eight health, you know, uh, eight slash infinity health, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> you know, so like some of the you you really you really have to be in the mindset of, of game making and game design to be able to come up with some of this stuff, balance it out, and still want pe- you know and still have to create the desire that people will play it. You know, with so many yeah. different types of deck builders out there. Um these these are some cards that that's really going to be up right up people's alley. These gems alone, let alone the Gauntlet and Thanos and Death, the gems alone are going to see some play at Singularity, for sure. I'm looking forward to it, man. I'm definitely looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to this. I'm looking forward to um, getting my Guardians cards because people in the group already got their Guardians cards. So I don't know um, when ours will come into our local game store. But we'll be getting them from over there, you know. I really, I mean, I, I'm still trying to build, uh, finish building a uh, Black Panther. I haven't had time, but I still want to build that Black Panther deck. It, I'm, I'm definitely excited for this whole set, 
and just being able to do things in a unique way. It's not the same thing being done differently. It's different things being done differently. You know? Yeah. Because one of the things we talked about before when we talk about the singularity format is we need to figure out consistency with keywords, right? We said, okay, how are we going to get the same thing done in different ways in order to bring consistency to a deck that can only have one of a kind, you know, one of a certain type of character. Like, let's say, for example, Kane gets you a card out of your deck. Okay, well, so does Falcon. Um, so does uh, Triton. So they're doing uh, the same thing effective, you know, to some degree, they're doing the same thing in a different way. They're just getting cards out of your deck to get you closer to what you need, you know. But these cards are not doing the same thing. You know, these, these are MCs who are doing completely different things in completely different ways. You know, I would have never thought that we would see an MC like Nebula to get, to get keywords of superpowers and keep them permanently. I never thought we saw somebody like Death who has infinite health. What are you talking about? Infinite health. You, you know what I mean? How would you even make an MC that has infinite health? Well, they did it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they did it. You know, and death doesn't seem broken. No, she's not. So she's not broken. So, she's, like she's, I said, she's a problem. Right, right. But like I said, just the fact that death isn't broken is really, you know, but still looks like it's legit to play. Like, oh, okay, that's how you're doing it, huh? Okay, so it's it's really taking. Um, some design and finesse to be able to make these cards. Same thing with Thanos. With Thanos' level-up condition, you know, slowly increasing in difficulty, you know, um, these these gems, just the whole Black Order squad, you know, so I'm, I'm definitely looking forward. This is what I was looking forward to the whole time anyway. You know, I've been said that supervillains got a raw deal. Uh, they fixed that. <laughs> all of this stuff fixes it yeah you know so because i can i can see now just with this these teams i could easily see some of this stuff being mono you know just being a loyalty deck and, and calling it a day and it's it's gotten to the point where it is just too much good stuff to put in decks now right like you, yeah, you're gonna give yourself a brain aneurysm trying to cut out cards. <laughs> Man, wow. take some take some Tylenol and and get get to work. Because I was thinking the same thing. Like, like just even with a mono deck, with a mono deck. Like, let's say you want to play uh, um, Nebula Mono because you want to have access to Unwavering to keep people big enough to block for her. What's the name? Black Dwarf. He has tough. Okay, well, if I can give him unwavering loyalty, is that going to be enough to bounce his defense so he won't have to use tough this turn? Is that going to keep him in play long enough in order for me for Nebula to level up? You know what I mean? So, um, same thing with um, if you played a non-mono deck with, with uh, JJ, are you going to, what are you going to put in this deck that's going to allow Nebula to be able to bluff, you know, buff off these attacks? So that she can level up. So um, some of the stuff that they're doing, like so I would have never thought we would have saw this in a game. MC with zero attack, three defense, and passive. 
I would have never thought that that was going to happen. Like I said, I, I didn't know if they was ever going to make another Thanos. This is now our third iteration of Thanos. It's our fourth. Oh, yeah. As far as MCs go, because uh, of the other, uh, the, the photographic set, the photographic universe. So, like I said, I, w- I would have never thought. In, in what Tony Baker be saying in this the comedy, I never knew. <laughs> I never knew. Did not see this coming at all. And and the gems actually look fun to play. When they had the gems in the last game, it was like, meh. I'd rather play the fate artifacts. You know, so I didn't know what they were gonna do with these gems. I barely even remember the gems from the last game. <laughs> I don't remember the gems from the last game. Power power gem was like when this is equipped, right, right. Power Gym was like, when this is equipped, get plus three attack. Seriously? Power Gym was like, I suck. Don't play me. <laughs> Power Gym was terrible. I, I, majority of them gyms was terrible. Like, he's supposed to be some really powerful gyms. You know? My gym was pretty cool. Ego Gym and my gym, because they helped you draw cards. That was about it. Right, right. But... <laughs> Now, one of the podcasts, I did say they was going to do some Exodia mess with these gems, and that's what they're doing. Having all these yeah. gems in the resource row and, and you know, activating and all that type of stuff, like, that's exactly what they're doing. And I like that the Infinity Gauntlet lets you do, use any of the gems that you have in the resource row. So it's not like if you have all the gems, do yada yada. It's like, okay, Infinity Gauntlet, flip over what you got, use what you got. Okay, cool. That's fine. So if you don't want to use um, all the gems, but you do want to use the Infinity Gauntlet, go for it. So I always thought, I think that was cool that they was able to do that. You know, uh, they, they didn't hold you back. Like, okay, you're using all of this or nothing. You know, so and with the Infinity Gauntlet going back into the deck, you can always say, hey, you know what? Let me play Wakanda, get the Infinity Gauntlet back, re-equip it, use these gems again, because my opponent doesn't have any way to destroy my resources. If they don't have a way to destroy my resources, all my gems still stay face up. Okay, you know, if they don't have a way to turn this stuff face down, that's on them. You know, so. Like I said, it's, it's, it's definitely going to be interesting to see what people come up with and the strategies, you know, so. But um, next podcast, uh, we'll go ahead and talk about uh, C2E2, which is roughly a week away. And um, our expectations for C2E2 and the information we got from the Facebook group about the new sets coming up for second, third, and fourth quarter. Um, versus versus two PCG uh, decks, the sets that's coming up. So we'll be looking forward to those sets, and um, we'll see what else is uh, going on in the versus community. Because, like I said, we only got a week, so we got to get some play testing done. I know everybody's going to be working, so we'll see how we'll uh, we'll work it out and be able to represent for Chicago. So, uh, if you need to reach out to us. You can always reach out to us at Team Apex for the win at gmail.com. That's Team Apex for the win at gmail.com. Like a tribe called Quest, you say the whole thing. So, this is your boy, Cell, along with my co host, 
Lee. All right. Thanks for sticking around for the longest final words ever. Right. <laughs> right. All right. So we'll catch you guys in the group. We'll see you next time.